Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, math dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In past episodes, we've talked at length about three of the big four traditional processes used in basic arithmetic, addition, subtraction, and division. However, for one reason or another, we haven't yet said much about the fourth and final basic arithmetic process, multiplication. So, without further ado, today we're going to begin taking a closer look at multiplication. Along with addition and subtraction, most of us learned how to multiply two numbers together at a fairly early age. As such, I wouldn't blame you for thinking that the question, what is multiplication, sounds a little overly simplistic. But the truth is, it isn't. Although we learn to multiply early on, most of us never stop to think about what it really means. As it turns out, this meaning has been a rather hot-button issue in parts of the math education community for the past few years. And, as you'll see, the answer isn't exactly clear. So, then, what is multiplication? Let's start by thinking about a simple problem like 3 times 2. What does it mean? The way many of us learned to multiply in school was to think of 3 times 2 as meaning the same thing as 3 of the quantity 2. By that I mean if you have a box with 2 rocks in it, then 3 times 2 is the total number of rocks contained in 3 boxes that each contain 2 rocks. In other words, 3 times 2 is the same as 2 plus 2 plus 2, which of course is 6. Aha! So we can just think of multiplication as adding some number together some other number of times, right? Multiplication is just repeated addition. That seems to make perfect sense. Or does it? Well, we'll get back to that question in a minute. First, I'd like to talk about what this picture of multiplication as repeated addition looks like on the number line. So go ahead and get that image of the number line back in your head. Zero in the middle, positive integers extending indefinitely to your right, and negative integers to your left. Now, what does a problem like 3 times 2 look like on this number line? Well, imagine a stick of length 2 laying along the line, one end at 0 and the other at positive 2. Since 3 times 2 is the same as 2 plus 2 plus 2, we need to set two more sticks of length 2 end-to-end -end next to the first, giving us a total length of 6. Alternatively, you can think of taking a certain sized step some number of times, for 3 times 2, if you take 3 length 2 steps along the number line, you'll end up at 6, exactly as before. Perfect. It all makes sense, right? Well, not exactly. Everything about our interpretation of multiplication as repeated addition seems to work fine. But we've only been working with integers. What happens with fractions? How about a problem like 3 times 1 half? Well, actually, that still works. We could think of 3 times 1 half as 1 half plus 1 half plus 1 half which is equal to 3 halves, or 1 and a half. So where's the problem? Well, what if we multiply two fractions, say 1 third times 1 half? Uh-oh, this is now a problem, since it doesn't make sense to think of adding 1 half to itself 1 third of a time. The interpretation of multiplication as repeated addition has broken down. It doesn't work for all numbers. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are we out of luck then? Is there an alternative meaning for multiplication that does work for all numbers? To keep things simple, let's again start with integers. In fact, let's again use 3 times 2 as our example. And let's start right away by thinking of how multiplication works on the number line. So, instead of thinking of 3 times 2 as the total length of 3 sticks that are each 2 units long lined up end to end, let's think of 3 times 2 as the new length that the single 2 unit long stick will have after it is stretched to be 3 times its original size. In other words, let's think of multiplication not as repeated addition, but as a process that scales the size of a number. So, that two unit long stick that has been stretched to be three times its original length will have a new length of six units. Two is scaled by a factor of three, so two times three equals six. And here's the great news. This type of scaling works for fractions too. Remember the problem one-third times one-half that didn't make any sense in terms of repeated addition? Well, let's now think of this multiplication problem as asking you to scale one-half to be one-third of its original size. Yes, that is a perfectly reasonable interpretation. It makes sense. And if you think about it in terms of the lengths of sticks on the number line, you'll see that the answer is one-sixth. We'll have more on how to multiply fractions in a future episode. So, back to our original question. What is multiplication? Is it the same as repeated addition? Is it the same as scaling one number by another? Can it be both? Herein lies the controversy I spoke about earlier. Many teachers have used the idea of repeated addition to help explain the meaning of multiplication. But in June 2008, Stanford mathematician and NPR's math guy Keith Devlin wrote a column called It Ain't No Repeated Addition, in which he argues against this practice. That led to a great deal of healthy debate, including a great blog post entitled If It Ain't Repeated Addition, What Is It? If you're an educator or a curious bystander, it's an interesting read that I highly recommend. Links are available in the web article version of this episode at mathdude.quickanddirtytips.com. So what was the outcome of this debate? Well, to be honest, it's unsettled. Each side is holding to their convictions. And from my perspective, that's fine, because while the ultimate meaning is interesting and no doubt mathematically important, it doesn't change how you use the tool of multiplication in practice. It is healthy, however, to be aware that this debate exists, since once you understand and can explain why it exists, you won't be confused in the future when you find that one meaning breaks down and another is required. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. If you're longing for even more math than you get with the Math Dude podcast, I have two great ways to help you get your fill. First, if you're interested in my day-to-day -day thoughts about the latest math and science news, please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. And second, if you'd like to get updates about the show and to interact with your fellow math fans, please become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. A 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Mm-hmm. 